Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hello, beautiful humans. And welcome back to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is your host, Johnny Agresta, multiple six-figure entrepreneur, manifestation coach, and previous registration and personal trainer. Today, we are talking all about how to feel abundant when your bank account definitely doesn't look like that, or definitely doesn't look abundant or feel abundant, or you're in a place of really struggling to... Yeah, with finances, you're, you know, maybe just scraping by or maybe you're, you have a lot in the bank and you're still struggling to feel abundant. You're scared that it might all go away. And regardless of where you are in your financial journey and how much money you make or how much money you have, we always have an opportunity to feel abundant and we always have an opportunity to feel scarce. Um, so yeah, so today I wanted to talk about what to do when you feel scarce and how to tap into that abundance. And I know a lot of manifestation teachers teach it in a way that is like, well, you know, go into a store that you would love to buy, go into Chanel and, you know, start to feel comfortable around it. And like, (laughs) I don't know why that example sticks out to me, but I just find that really opposite for me like if I go into a store where I physically can't buy something or if I buy something it'll put me in massive debt and I don't feel good about that and I'm struggling to feel abundant and going into more debt would not help me like how is that gonna help me feel abundant you know what I mean so if that works for you cool but I'm gonna give you some tips today that are not really necessarily around spending money some of them are but um tips that like anybody can do you don't have to like go out of your way to you know go find a Chanel store (laughs) and go and try on bags and yeah so um the reason why I want to talk about this is because a lot of clients come to me who don't have money or who are ready to level up the amount of money they have or they make whether it's through their business or another another you know way Um, and this is something we go through in the expansive as fuck mastermind, which enrollment is going to be opening soon. Right now we are still enrolling for the integrated coach Academy for health coaches who would like to learn to go deeper with their clients, which doesn't really have much to do with money abundance, but it kind of does. Um, (laughs) but that's not what we're going to talk about today. So stay tuned for the expansive as fuck mastermind launch. If you want to work with me on a deeper level, the mastermind is a four month container that um, is like moderately priced. It's not my super high ticket price points, but it is higher. Um, it's more affordable for the mastermind experiences that you'll go through with other people. Um, but abundance is really a theme 
that we go through because I envision myself thriving and when I'm thriving the deepest as feeling really abundant. Yes, having more money than I need and yes, having a constant overflow and all that stuff. But again, money doesn't necessarily make you feel abundant. I know a lot of wealthy people who still act really scarce, who feel really scarce, who worry about spending their money. And I know a lot of people who maybe like aren't wealthy in terms of like they have like a lot of money coming in, but they've saved a lot and they're like petrified to spend it and live their life in a very scarce way. And my goal is to never feel scarce. And obviously there are going to be moments of that at all levels of income, but my goal is to never feel limited in my life. And Um, I'm sure that is a goal of yours, but it might be really different than where you are right now. And I get that. So that is why I'm doing that. That's why I host the expansive as fuck mastermind for me. Expansive as fuck just means like, yeah, limitless, continuous expansion, continuous up level, continuously getting to the next level, setting bigger goals, doing the things, getting there. And it's one of the things that I love, love, love to coach on. So, um, Yeah, how to feel abundant when your bank account looks anything but abundant. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that manifestation and successfully practicing manifestation and consciously creating your reality requires you to detach from the now, requires you to detach from what your bank account currently looks like or your business currently looks like or your health currently looks like because when you focus so much on the now and you act based off of the now and off of your current circumstances and you feel based off of your current circumstances if what your physical reality looks like isn't like the best or isn't what you want you're going to continuously feel down continuously judge yourself continuously go down these negative spirals right and so One of the biggest ways that I teach manifestation is learning how to detach from the physical world. And it can just be an aspect of the physical world, like we'll talk about today, like money, or it can be something else. Um, Or it can be altogether, like maybe you hate all of your current reality. I have been in that position as well. Back in 2019, my fiance at the time, who's now my husband, he cheated on me. I had to shut down a meal prep business that I ran with him (laughs) after investing a lot of money into it and having massive success and clients. And it was just a shit show that time. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, I was struggling with an eating disorder. I was struggling with body dysmorphia. I was struggling with over, over exercising. I was six figures in debt, barely any money in my bank account. And uh, I didn't have a place to live. I didn't know how I was going to afford rent. Like it was a shit show. Um, So I get it. But the tips I'm going to teach you today will help you at any level of scarcity you may be feeling. So we all have this vision of what abundance feels like in our life and what it looks like, right? Maybe you live in a specific type of house or maybe your bank account looks a certain way or maybe, you know, you look a certain way, you're dressed a certain way, you're, you know, just everything, you know, looks kind of ideal, right? And if you're so far away from that, it's important to ground yourself and focus on where you are going. I'm sure you've heard the term like act out of where you're going, not where you are. A lot of people teach this concept. It's been something that I've adopted wholeheartedly for the past three years to get myself out of that shitty situation that I was in previously that I just explained. 
But having that vision of abundance in your life and grounding yourself in it every single day, visualizing it every single day is so, 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 so important. And if visualization doesn't work for you, you could write it down, like whatever. But grounding yourself in where you're going and every single day act as if it's happening. Every single day know that it's happening, acting as if it's inevitable, right? Because once you desire something, it's already on its way to you. And where most people like, you know, I don't want to say fuck up, but where most people, you know, miss the mark is they, they can start to visualize it and then they freak out, right? There's a sense of, well, I can't have that. There's a sense of, well, I'm so far away from that. So now I'm just going to come back to feeling really shitty. And for me and a lot of my clients, that's indicative of just being comfortable feeling shitty. (laughs) And it sounds weird to say, and I've talked about this concept a lot with my podcast on my podcast. And it's like abundance can feel so good, even when you just tap into the vision of what it's going to feel like for a little bit. And then you come back to your reality and you're like, fuck, that sucks. (laughs) I'm so far away. And then you start putting pressure on where you are and how much you haven't done in your life and how you fucked up everything, right? And you go down that negative spiral. So your job and the way that I teach in the mastermind, the way that I teach it with my clients is to track those thoughts around what does it feel like to become abundant? And then um, where do I start psyching myself out? right? And become aware of when that happens and shift it immediately, shift it immediately, shift it immediately, right? All manifestation teachers, we talk about shifting continuously, right? And it's like, it's not going to take one or two or even a hundred shifts into the state of abundance, into catching your thoughts and shifting them in order to shift them for life. Like you're how old? How long have you had these thoughts of scarcity? It's going to take a long time. It's not going to take an equal amount of time. And for everybody, it's different. But making sure that you don't stop that process of shifting, it's just, it's so important. Okay. So that's the first thing I have for you. Detaching from the physical world and turning inwards, turning inwards into what does abundance feel like? What do I visualize in my life? How can I ground myself in that vision? every single day. Now, if you've been listening to my manifestation practices for a long time and just my spiritual practices, um, every single morning I start my day off with a meditation, whether it's guided, whether it is silent, whether it is, I don't know what other type of meditation there is. So it'd either be guided or silent, (laughs) or I guess just like music in the background, which isn't really guided. So we have those three types, right? (laughs) Um, and Sometimes I have to sit with emotions or I just choose to sit there in silence and just actively meditate or passively meditate, actively, passively meditate. (laughs) Um, And then other times I have intentional practices where I'm actually visualizing what I want. Sometimes I combine them both. And so the first thing I do every single morning is I ground myself in the vision of what I'm creating in my life, whether it's in my business, whether it's in a launch, whether it is um, a certain amount of clients, whatever it is. Ground yourself first thing in the morning in the vision of what you're creating. And I know what you might be thinking. Well, how can it be that fucking simple? Well, it's not, but it's a start. (laughs) And it makes a big fucking difference, right? Because immediately in the morning, what do you do instead? You wake up. 
I don't know, maybe look in the mirror, start shitting on yourself, or maybe um, look at your bank account or something overdrafted overnight, or your, you know, a, something bounced on your credit card, or, you know, a client payment didn't come through, or whatever, or you're on social media, which never feels good first thing in the morning. Let's just get that out of the way. That never fucking feels good. Stop going on social media in the morning. <laughs> like when I, when I do that, which is very rare, but may, okay, may, maybe not super rare, maybe once a week. I'll go on before I meditate. My mood for the rest of the day is dog shit. <laughs> like, there's no pulling myself back out of that. No matter how much meditation I do, no matter what else I do throughout my day, my mood is just way less, like, good. Way less good. <laughs> Today's going to be filled with lots of sentences that don't make sense, but lots of helpful tips. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you for being here for it. But, um... Stop going on social media first thing in the morning. Spend the first 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, hour of the day for yourself, grounding yourself in where you're going and what you're creating. It makes so much of a difference. And this is a practice I have done for over three years now. And it's the reason why I'm so successful today. Like, obviously, I put in the work. Obviously, I do the things. But the first thing I shifted, first thing that I learned from any personal development teacher, any manifestation teacher, was spend the first hour of your day for yourself. And I now it's graduated to like the first five hours of the day, honestly. <laughs> but it just started with the first 10 minutes, then the first hour as I had more time and more time and more time. Um, so if you want to feel more abundant, first thing in the morning, start tapping into what you are creating. Meditate and then visualize or just visualize whatever works best for you. Um, another tip that I have for you guys is finding evidence of abundance in other areas of your life. So if you're like, I have to feel abundant around money. Money is abundant. Money is abundant. You're trying to fucking aff affirmation your way into feeling abundant, but your bank account doesn't feel abundant. You're just lying to yourself. <laughs> like, you know, if there, if that feels like a massive gap, then remove the money talk and replace it with something else. So find evidence of abundance in your life in other places and that taps into the feeling of abundance. For example, when I was first starting um, my business and actively co-creating my life, I would uh, do a Tony Robbins priming exercise. I actually did it this morning. I do it quite often throughout the week. Um, highly, highly recommend it. And um, one of the things he has you do is you visualize what you you know want to create either this week, today, this year, whatever. And I used to have like a, a goal for my physical body. I would have a goal for my business and I would have a goal for like something else. Um, I don't remember what the third one was at the time. And I had noticed that if I had started with the business goal and started visualizing the business goal first, I would struggle to tap into it. A lot of limiting thoughts would come up. But once I visualized my health improving and my physical body looking the way that I wanted it to, um, which is not necessarily congruent by, or uh, parallel, by the way. So that's for a different connection. Just because your body looks a certain way doesn't mean that you're healthier, right? But the way that I envisioned it, yes. <laughs> and so when I would envision health first, and then the, uh, you know, the money goal I had, it would feel a lot easier to tap into abundance once I got to the money goal. Does that make sense? So I took health because I was confident and I had less limiting thoughts around it 
because I had changed my health so many times before, but I'd never changed my money. Right? I, I had never had success with, uh, you know, improving my bank account or running my business or whatever. And so first I would focus on health. So sometimes it's important to change the order in which you focus on the things that you're creating. Um, sometimes that does the trick or sometimes you just don't even focus on the, the, the money if that feels too scarce at that moment, right? You can come back to it, but the goal is to feel abundant, right? And so if you feel really confident being able to change your health or maybe it's vice versa, maybe you don't feel abundant in your ability to shift your health, maybe money feels more comfortable, like just shift the way in which you go about it. Does that make sense? Okay. So here's some things that I do other than what I've talked about already. Um, the first thing that I do is, yes, I meditate every single day, blah, 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 blah. I already talked about that. Next thing is I make lists of all that I do want. And I allow my desires list to be fun. <laughs> I allow it to be like exploratory. I allow it to be like, wow, what is out there? Because I believe if it's out there, I can have it if I want it. Some things I don't fucking want, you know? Like last night, Joe and I were talking about how um, like memorabilia from, I don't know, Woodstock or like a baseball card or like these random things are just worth so much money and people sell them for so much money. Oh, we were talking about NFTs. That's what it was. NFTs, which I don't understand them and I think they're dumb, but whatever. Clearly I'm not an expert in NFTs. <laughs> and I was just like, why the fuck would anybody buy? Like, I just don't understand this. And he's like, well, why would anybody buy, um, you know, Jimi Hendrix's guitar? I'm like, well, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, or like a baseball card. Well, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, just because it's out there doesn't mean you have to have it, obviously. But if it's out there, you can have it. You know, if someone's paying $25 million for a stupid, you know, half-burnt guitar from Woodstock that they can never play, like, and that's valuable to them, cool. But if it's out there, you can have it. If somebody else has done it, you can have it. If somebody else has a certain amount of money, you can have it. If someone else has a certain life, you can have it. If it is out there, you can have it. If you can envision it, you can have it. So when we spend more time envisioning, spend more time grounding ourselves in what is possible, we start to believe it as it's possible for us, right? Because again, you're not acting out of your current reality, you're acting out of where you're going, right? So this is one of the ways that I like to act out of where I'm going. I make desires lists and I don't do this all of the time. Um, I have like an ongoing, uh, I buy a lot of clothing from revolve.com and I have their app and like, you know, once a week or something, I'll go through and I'll see if anything that I want to buy maybe went on sale or is just something that's calling me so that I'll buy it. Um, and I'll go through and I'll say, oh, well, what else would I like? And I just let it be a fun process. 99% of the time I put so much on my list that I just get really overwhelmed and annoyed at it. And then I'm just like, okay, I don't even need to buy anything. And I get off. <laughs> and that's, you know, whether I've ever had money in my bank account or not, um, sometimes it's not the actual purchase that you need. Sometimes it's just the actual act of being around the thing. And for me, doing it online doesn't feel scarce. Like I'll look at different bags that I want and different jewelry that I want and shoes that I want and clothing, but going into the store feels scarce for me. I don't know, something about the tangibility, I guess, of it being right in front of you feels different for me. Um, but do what feels good for you. Okay. Um, you can, and if like material things don't excite you, choose something that does. Okay. Maybe it's traveling to a certain amount of places and you explore that, 
you know, maybe you watch YouTubers and bloggers who travel the world and then you go look up Airbnbs and you plan a trip around it. You know, it's again, acting out of where you're going and creating that reality. And the more time you spend as if it's actually happening, the more it actually feels like it's going to happen. And then that all adds up, right? So some simple shifts that I make, I don't want to say daily, but definitely weekly, Um, that I include like in my actual physical reality is dressing up nicely. Now, this is not all the time. And I understand that if you're an entrepreneur or, you know, you work from home or whatever, you know, sweatpants is definitely really amazing. And right now I'm in a white fluffy robe, so I totally get it. Um, But for me, the shift into putting on clothing that makes me feel really good, even if it is like a nicer workout outfit that actually matches or, you know, a sports bra that I feel really good in or a shirt that I feel really good in to work out in. Like, you know, just making the conscious effort to dress in ways that feel really good to you. It just, it shifts your vibration. It shifts you into feeling better, right? And abundance just, it feels like one of the highest vibrations that we can feel, right? The limitless notion that we can have anything and that everything is accessible to us. And so just by raising your vibration, by feeling really good in the clothing that you're wearing and you walk past the mirror and you're like, damn, you look fucking good. Like it just shifts you overall, right? And so it has absolutely nothing to do with money. You have things in your closet that you like, even if it's one fucking outfit, wear that outfit, (laughs) you know? Um, Something that I like to do is I love to make Pinterest boards about um, what I desire my clothing to look like and what how I like, you know, when I envision my most abundant self or expansive self, whatever you want to call it, um, I envision myself wearing certain clothing, wearing certain colors. Um, you know, having things matching. <laughs> Clearly that's a theme with me. I don't have, I don't match very well. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> um, and so I, I go through that and then I put things on my revolve list and then I, um, you know, start to purchase them and I don't do it all at once, even if I can, even though it's a lot of money, like tens of thousands of dollars worth of clothing, which I don't think I need, but you know what I mean? Like I just do one item at a time or I've been doing one outfit at a time that I feel really vibes with that. And that starts to shift me continuously into that place of, um, wow, I'm becoming that really abundant person because now the thing that I visualized is here now, you know, and even if you buy the item because it went on sale or something like that, like who cares? You fucking have the item. Who cares? You know, so dressing nicely is something that um, just feels really different, you know, and I hate to use this example, but it's very true because whenever we watch somebody on Instagram who, you know, dresses up every single day, does their hair, does their makeup, like we automatically maybe not makeup, but, you know, just they look more put together and they look, they're dressed in a way that, you know, we admire. Um, We follow them more, right? And I think that's indicative of the way that you envision your most ideal life going. And when it comes to feeling more abundant, tapping into that is really important. And again, like not saying you have to dress a specific way, but you envision yourself dressing a specific way, even if that's very different than me, even if that's very close to already how you dress. And it's important to tap into that daily to show yourself that you're actually already that person, right? Part of feeling, part of manifestation is realizing you don't actually have to be anyone else besides who you are in order to get the things that you desire. 
right? So being able to dress up just shows you like, oh, well, I might have this vision for like how I look and how I act and all of these things and what's available to me when I'm my most abundant self. But I actually have the power to tap into that now. Oh, shit, I'm actually that person right now, right? It's about neutralizing the experience around what you want to create and realizing that you are that person now. Just your physical reality hasn't caught up yet, right? Um, working in a coffee shop is another thing that I do. And I don't do it often, <laughs> but um, I do live in an apartment complex in Austin that allows me that like we have like a little... Um, not a little, it's actually pretty, pretty big. It's like a, like our own little coffee shop co-working space. Um, and so I'd make a conscious effort to go there at least once a week. But whenever I have clients who are feeling like stagnant, either in their business or their life or whatever, they're usually in the same routine over and over and over again. And just the shift into working in a coffee shop or taking yourself out to lunch, bringing your laptop, bringing a book, doing whatever, like it just makes such a difference. Like getting out of the house (laughs) or getting out of your normal routine is just so important. So maybe I should like just shift this (laughs) recommendation to just get out of your normal routine (laughs) if it feels really stagnant. For a while, I was feeling very stagnant around like my evenings. I would like, you know, I finish work around anywhere between 3 and 5 p.m. my time. It just depends um, on if I have calls and what clients need and stuff like that. And uh, afterwards, like my husband and I cook and then we, you know, we'll watch like a show for a few episodes, maybe have sex or whatever, and then go to bed. And I was noticing myself more and more like I would like finish Netflix shows like I'm like, fuck, I finished another like series or season. Oh, my goodness. And then I was just like, fuck, I'm watching TV a lot. Like, I don't want to live my life watching TV. It just felt number one, not abundant and just not like how I wanted to live my life. And uh, after work, I started to just go for a walk instead. And then recently, like last night, we went out to go watch um, some live music here in Austin, which was amazing. There's so much live music and it's South by Southwest right now, which is like this whole big conference here slash party slash music slash tech stuff. I don't really know what it is. Honestly, it's the first year that it's actually been in existence since I've been here, I think. Um, and so like, just, I don't know, we have a lot of famous people in town and there's just a lot of shit going on. So on a Monday night, there was a lot more live music, which we went to, and it just shifting that aspect of your life to make it just not like a normal routine to just sit at home and go about your day. Like it just feels different within your body. And that's the goal to, to shift the way that you're feeling, right? And you can do that by shift what you are actually doing. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Like he bought two beers and that was it. Um, Another thing that I love to do is taking care of my house and my closet. So my most abundant self, I envision myself having a cleaning person. And I don't know why, (laughs) but even (laughs) times when I've had an insane amount of money left over at the end of the month, I still never invested in a cleaning lady. I feel like this part of myself judges the fact that, oh, you're not going to clean your own fucking house, (laughs) you lazy shit. (laughs) That's what goes on in my mind. And I used to judge people who, you know, didn't clean their house or do their own laundry or whatever. And so it's just something that is within me that I get to work through. But ultimately, I really care that my house is taken care of and that things are put away. So one simple shift that I do every single day is when I'm done with work, I put my 
like uh, office back together. So if my computer's out, I put my computer away. If, you know, I have 17 mugs because I drink a lot of tea throughout the day and water, <laughs> I, I, you know, take those out of my office. Even if I don't necessarily clean them right away or, um, you know, I just kind of shove something in another area, like I make sure my office is like my space. And this can be your bedroom, this can be anything, this could be your entire house. But for me, like a non-negotiable that makes me feel way more abundant and way like more in the vibe of how I want to live my life is just having everything put together. So like I'll fold the blankets, I'll put the crystals back where they're supposed to if somehow they move throughout the day. Um, if I have dog toys, I'll clean them. I'll make sure that I run my Roomba vacuum in here so that when I come in in the morning, I see it all clean and I have... Um, you know, I just like seeing like the vacuum marks on the floor. It feels really good to me. So it's like literally simple things like that can be so important. And in order and also to add to that, like having a space that feels really you and that feels really good to you is so important. This is something that my spiritual coach, Jessica Benstock, really reinforced in me because I grew up like never having a space to myself. Um, and never really having the ability to decorate it the way that I wanted to. Like we didn't have the money or they didn't want to spend the money on it or um, I shared a room with my sister. And so I just never had that creative ability to like actually put, you know, a space together for myself. And so it was really important for me when I got my first uh, apartment here when I was working with her um, to really make my space my own. And it just made such a difference. So for me, a lot of plants every everywhere a lot of crystals everywhere and plants and crystals I mean some crystals can be really expensive some plants could be on the more expensive side but um you know you can get small crystals you can get small plants and succulents and you know having candles or salt lamps like anything that makes you feel really good in your space is so important because for me when I walk into my office like I have a I have I don't know like I don't know, six or seven plants in here. I have a lot of crystals everywhere. It's like pink and white um, and some gold and some wood <laughs> and some silver. It sounds like it doesn't match, but I feel like for the most part it goes. <laughs> it could use some upgrades, but I like it the way that it is. Um, you know, I have sayings on the wall. I have mirrors. I, I have windows. Like I just love the. Um, I have an electric fireplace. Like I just love the the ambiance of it, and it just it feels like me, you know. And so, do you have a space for that, you know? And how can you create your space to make it comfy and cozy for you? Because when you envision your most abundant self, you're envisioning this like certain space that you live in, right? And in order to get there you have to take care of what you have now, right? It's not the like, well, when I have the space, then I will take care of it. It's I have the space, I have a space now, so let me take care of it now because as I take care of it now, I feel better. As I feel better and I feel more abundant, I attract what I desire, which is that bigger space or that, you know, more luxurious space or whatever it is that you desire, Right. So it's about embodying it right now. And so do not fall into the trap of being like, OK, well, I don't like it right now. So let me just leave it and let it look like shit. <laughs> you know, I posted one time that I had a white desk and um, somebody had I guess I like posted the picture or whatever. And somebody had commented like, oh, my goodness, if I had that, it would be so fucking dirty and messy and cluttered and ah. And I was just like, 
for me, because it's white, I actually keep it clean (laughs) for the most part. Like I only clean it once a week, but like I keep it all tidy and stuff like that. And it's just like, don't psych yourself out of having nice things now, right? You want to feel abundant now. You deserve to have them now. And even though this desk, I mean, I don't know, there's, you know, it's kind of like rusted at the bottom and um, stuff like that. I think it was only like 200 bucks or something like that. Like, although this dust is not the ultimate one that I want in my life, um, I still take care of it, right? And when we fall into that trap of um, when I have this, then I will, then I will take care of it, then I will feel more abundant versus like, wow, I'm really grateful for my white desk now, even though it's kind of cracked and it moved a lot with me, <laughs> like four houses already or offices, you know, it's rusted, all that stuff. Like, I'm still really grateful for it. You know, and every single day I walk in and I'm grateful for it. I, I make it look nice and I make it look clean. So do what you can right now with your space is <laughs> the takeaway of this long rant. <laughs> While giving you a depiction of where I am right now. <laughs> Another thing that you can do when you're decorating your space is if you really desire something and it's a lot of money. And like whether you could do it or you couldn't do it, you don't feel like it's right to do it. You can buy something similar or smaller or something that still gives you that same feeling, right? So for example, I envision my most abundant office to have um, like a massive crystal in it, a massive, uh, I don't know, the, I, I, want, I either want it pink or purple, I'm leaning on purple. I don't know crystals very well. I just go with what I feel when I go to the store and what I like. Um, But I envision like one of those huge, like, you know, three, four, five foot crystals in my office. I'm not going to buy that right now. That's not something that's high on my priority list. So instead of doing that, I get smaller crystals that are within the same color scheme, right? So that it makes me feel the same way in, in some way, you know, it gets me close to that. Last example I'll give you is... Um, there's something called rose box, which are these like flowers that, um, they've probably put tons of awful chemicals on. That's probably toxic to my life (laughs) and they've preserved them to be good for like a year or three years or something like that. And so they're not in water, but, um, they're like dried, you know, kind of roses and they, they spray whatever on it to smell it again, probably really toxic for me, but it's fun. Um, the one thing that I have in my house that's smelly, that's probably toxic for me. I can live with that. <laughs> and so like the big ones are like four or $500. You can get uh, more expensive ones, $1,000. And for this Christmas or whatever it was, I made it clear to Joe that, hey, like I just want a small one. Like I, we could do a large one. We could afford it, but um, I'm fine right now with just a smaller one. He asked me what colors I wanted. He got me the colors and now I have it on my desk. Right. So it's like you don't have to have the full thing in order to still elicit the same feeling. Right. So get as close to that feeling of having the thing that you want as possible. Okay. A few more things that I am going to give you as tips. So when it comes to our closets, right, we think abundance, we think we can have whatever we want. We feel into having luxurious things or whatever it is that you want. Right. If it's not that it's something else. And oftentimes our closets are a wreck, 
<laughs> as I'm looking at mine right now, it's kind of verging on the Monica closet thing where in Friends, she has just like, like she's insanely clean and then she just shoves all of her shit into one closet that's locked and like her husband finds it and flips out and it's really funny. Um, it's not like, you know, overflowing, but it definitely looks like shit. And it's my husband's closet for the most part. I have some shoes in there and I'm looking at it. I'm just like, fuck. And like, he could literally live like this forever. And for me, it's like, I want my shoes to be nice. I have expensive shoes in there. I have a nice, I have nice, um, uh, bags in there. Like I want it to look nice. And right now it does not, it looks like a fucking wreck, right? So it's like taking care of what you have now, everything from your closets to your drawers. And I guarantee as a result of that, you actually start to see how much you do have and all of these things that you don't use and all these things that you are grateful for that you do have, because how many times do you like go out and you buy stuff and then it just sits in your closet and you're like, oh, I have nothing, <laughs> right? Becoming closer to your clothing and the things that you have and the items that you do have or the house you do have or the relationships you do have will inherently bring more good to your life, okay? So take care of your shit. <laughs> um, and then the last uh, recommendation I have, and we'll go into it a little bit deeper, is create a feeling of abundance outside of just money. And we've gone into this a little bit, but feeling abundant around friends and family can be really helpful. Again, we want to feel abundant overall, right? That abundance transfers into all areas of our life. And so, um, you know, surrounding yourself more with friends and family and people that really light you up can just, it just shifts your vibration versus like, just like staying like, you know, to yourself. Um, although that's necessary sometimes. Another area of your life where you can uh, create a feeling of abundance outside of money is time, right? Time and money are two like big things in our life. And so creating an abundant experience with time, and this is how I do it. And granted, I'm an entrepreneur, so you can take what feels good for you and figure out how to work this with you if it does feel good. Um, I don't really care about time. <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't care about the date. I don't care about what time it is right now. Like, I just don't put pressure on myself to achieve anything or have anything by a certain time. Do I have goals? Yes, of course I have money goals. My uh, three-year anniversary of my business is coming up in less than a month. I have a goal for that. I have a goal for 2022. Like, of course I, I make things, I make goals relative to time, but I ultimately don't care about it. Like, of course I would love it by that time, but if it came the year after, I would still be equally as happy. Right? And it's like removing the pressure of time. It's the same thing if you're like on a weight loss journey or a health journey and you say by this date, you know, I have to fit into this size of a dress. Like, does that feel good? No, <laughs> nobody fucking feels good making those goals. And so what would your life be like if time was not there? Right. How would you live? Right. You would be more present. You would be um, more in tune with what you are doing and connected with what you are doing. Right. And. Oftentimes when we want to feel more abundant, we're actually just feeling scarce because we're putting so much pressure on ourselves and therefore we're just not living with what we have and we're not being present with what we do have in our current life. We're constantly on to the next thing. We're constantly on to the next thing, right? So how can you ground yourself in the now and not worry about time and not worry about money and not worry about things that might stress you out? And how can you just be present? Because when you're present... 
like you're actually just involved in what you're saying, what you're doing, right? It makes such a difference. And part of the way that I teach manifestation is really being present and intentional with your actions. And for a lot of my clients, they are entrepreneurs and they're just like, yeah, fuck time. (laughs) Like, obviously you can have a goal for something. And obviously like my launch is starting today for the Integrated Coach Academy. Like, you know, there's time relative to that, but ultimately like whether people sign up today or at the end of the launch or right afterwards, like, do I really care? No, (laughs) you know, it's just like, we've been conditioned to be so scarce around time. There's never enough time. There's never enough time. There's never enough money. Right. And just, it's unnecessary. Right. So if you want to feel more abundant, learning to work with time in a way that feels better for you, is really important. And if you're an entrepreneur, fuck time, (laughs) you know, um, obviously like I have meetings and I have to be certain places at certain times, but for the most part, I don't have a specific schedule. I don't have, like, I have boundaries around when I start and when I stop and stuff like that. But I don't say like, I have to have this done at this date. Like it's just, it's just exhausting and stressful. So that's my recommendation around that. Um, yeah. And then the last thing, is creating a feeling of abundance outside of money. One way that I like to do this is I like to go to places that make me feel really good. So um, outside places like nature, like trails, if I live near a beach, I would go to a beach, like find places that really light you up. Here in Austin, we have uh, Zilker Park and it's one of the big, I think it's one of the biggest parks and it's like in downtown and um we don't have many skyscrapers, but like the 10 that we do have, like the sunsets behind it. And it's really beautiful. There's always dogs playing. There's people playing. There's picnics going on. Like it's really just a beautiful experience. Even if you don't talk to anybody else, like you're still involved with everybody else. Kind of like Central Park if you're a New Yorker or know of Central Park, but a lot nicer here because people aren't like trying to mow you over in Silker Park and they're not like in a rush to go anywhere. It's very relaxed and very beautiful. Um, and so highly recommended <laughs> if you are, are in Austin, but finding like lighting yourself up and allowing yourself to go to places that feel really good is just so, so, so important. I've made it a daily practice to go for walks every single day when I used to live right next to a park. So I used to go to the park every day. And when you go into nature, you go into places that you really love, like you just and you sit there and you observe the abundance that is there. You sit there and you see all of the trees, you see all of the people, you see, you know, animals like there's literally an unlimited amount of things in our life that we have access to. And when you're sitting in your current reality, in your current home, looking at your current bank account, looking at your current situation, like you just stay there, right? So if you want to feel more abundant, making sure to shift your current environment and take an active effort to take care of what you have, take an active effort to be grateful for what you have, take an active effort to surround yourself with things that you are creating in your life, visions of what you're creating, um, lists of what you're creating, and allowing that process to just be really fun. But what all of this really comes down to is really taking care of yourself in a way that makes you thrive. Because when you are thriving, you feel your best. You feel limitless. You feel 
Like, you know what you deserve, and you're giving yourself what you deserve, and you're allowing yourself to have the things that you want, even if it's on a small scale. And having, like, acting in this way will attract what you want, because your vibration will raise, you will be enjoying your life, you will be enjoying the things that you do have and feeling grateful for that, and all of that just massively fucking adds up. Whew. That was a lot. (laughs) So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, I would love, love, love if you left a review. I would also love it if you tagged me, if this really helped you. Um, You can tag me on Instagram at Johnny underscore Agresta. Um, Yeah, let me know your biggest takeaway or you can just screenshot it saying you fucking liked it. Um, But I hope that this gave you some insight into my life and the way that I live my life and Um, some values of mine and how I've really cultivated an abundant life even when my bank account has felt really scarce in the past Um, and practices that I still use to this day no matter how much money I've ever had Um, so yeah let me know which ones you implement Um, stay tuned for the expansive as fuck mastermind coming soon and yeah that's all that I have for you today I love you thank you for being here And have an epic day. I'll see you guys soon.